Welcome to Weekly Homilies with Father Mark Sislenko, pastor of Saints Isidore and Maria Parish in Glastonbury, Connecticut. We are part of the Catholic Archdiocese of Hartford. I'm Carol Vassar, Parish Director of Communications. You're listening to Season 3, Episode 19, for the fifth Sunday of Easter, May 10th, 2020. Our Gospel reading is from John, Chapter 14, Verses 1-12. through 12. Jesus said to his disciples, Do not let your hearts be troubled. You have faith in God. Have faith also in me. In my Father's house there are many dwelling places. If there were not, would I have told you that I am going to prepare a place for you? And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come back again and take you to myself, so that where I am you also may be. Where I am going, you know the way. Thomas said to him, Master, we do not know where you are going. How can we know the way? Jesus said to him, I am the way and the truth and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. If you know me, then you will also know my Father. From now on, you do know him and have seen him. Philip said to him, Master, show us the Father, and that will be enough for us. Jesus said to him, I have been with you for so long a time, and you still do not know me, Philip? Whoever has seen me has seen the Father. How can you say, show us the Father? Do you not believe that I am in the Father, and the Father is in me? The words that I speak to you I do not speak on my own. The Father who dwells in me is doing his works. Believe me that I am in the Father, and the Father is in me. Or else, believe because of the works themselves." Amen, amen, I say to you, whoever believes in me will do the works that I do, and will do greater ones than these, because I am going to the Father. The Gospel of the Lord. I am sure that all of us, at one point or another in our lives, have taken upon the task of trying to put together a puzzle. We may have found one laying around the house or went to the store to purchase a particular one that we liked, set up the table, put all the pieces on the table, and then got to the task of trying to figure out how they fit together in order to become the picture that's on the front of the box. Very often, we've gotten to the close to the end of our project, finding only that we have some pieces missing and we're unable to complete the work before us. What kind of puzzle are you most attracted to? Some people prefer the ones that have the bigger pieces because it's easier to see how they go together and it's less time getting to the end result of the picture that you want to achieve. Others really like the challenge of the smaller multiple pieces, those big gigunda jobs that occupy days, hours, months, and even years to complete. The puzzle pieces, the puzzle we choose, and how we go about that task is going to say a lot about how we approach our life. You see, sometimes 
we work so hard at trying to make a piece fit where it doesn't go. Or we give up trying to find that one corner piece that we need to complete that section. And we can't find it time and time again. We abandon the whole thing, take everything off the table and put it back in the box. Our lives are like puzzles. We're presented with various pieces and we're asked to try to put those pieces together. The challenge of our lives versus the type of puzzle that comes in a box that we physically put together is we really don't know what the tapestry or the painting of our lives is really supposed to look like. We have to see ourselves and what we are becoming as a work in progress that we will one day see in the fullness of time, but may not be quite obvious as we're finding the pieces and trying to get them to go together. And so as we look at the pieces of our lives, sometimes we want to put them on the side because we're not quite sure how they're supposed to go together or if they even belong to my puzzle or are really in possession of another owner. You see, those pieces have names and experiences. Joy, life, accomplishment, death, suffering, hardship, Jesus, the Father, God, those I love, our world, the environment, creation. You see, all of the pieces of our lives have titles and distinctions. They all have a place somewhere in the mix of who we are. But do we always see the way they're meant to go together? For example, when we have a piece in our lives that says hardship, another one that may say illness, and another one that may say God, how do we see those pieces coming together to form the essence of our life? Sometimes we want to take the difficult pieces, the ones we just can't seem to place right and put them off to the side. We want to ignore them, pretend maybe they'll go away or leave them for another day. The early church found itself with pieces of a puzzle that they had to put together. They knew the commission of their friend and God, Jesus. They knew what they were supposed to do. 
But then there were the needs of the community, their life together, their title and who they were, that all had to come together and find a place. They realized that it was important to maintain a habit of prayer, but also equally important to tend to the needs of widows and orphans. The disciples themselves had pieces that they had to learn to put together. They knew their friend Jesus. They knew of God their Father. And they had to learn how to put their friend and God together as one. You see, it may have taken some time to get to that place where the pieces fit, but perseverance got them where they needed to go with a dose of wisdom, understanding, and God's work. What helps us put the pieces of our puzzle together? What is the glue that binds all things, that creates a unity and strengthens the bond between one piece of our life and another? Well, we live in a world that is evolving and changing. And we're seeing a lot of wonderful things happening. People helping others, rising to the occasion, doing what they have to do to negotiate these challenging times. If we open our eyes and look, there are many blessings that are around and very close to us. People who readily see the need to reach out and help. Do we see how that need to reach out and to help and what it does for us as human beings is also intimately connected to the God of our lives? I came across a profound quote from St. Augustine, and it has to do with love. And St. Augustine poses the question, what does love look like? And then he provides the answer. He says it has the hands to help others, the feet to hasten to the poor and the needy, the eyes to see the misery and the want, and the ears to hear the sighs and the sorrows. The hands to help others, the feet to hasten to the aid of the poor and the needy, the eyes to see the misery and the want, and the ears to hear the sighs and the sorrows. And he says that's what love looks like. Well, Scripture tells us that if love looks like that, then so too does God. 
You see, we have such an incredible responsibility, not only to one another, but to this world, this environment, our physical surroundings in which we live. On the one hand, we have people who need our help, people who are poor and needy, people who are living in misery and want, people who are sighing and in sorrow. But we also have a world, an environment that is in that same place, that is also crying out to us at this very moment to be cared for and nurtured and respected. You see, some of those pieces in our life may not fit exactly as we want them to or think they ought to. Those are pieces like power, justice, service, wealth. You see, all of those pieces have a place in our life, but they have to go in the right place and be next to the other piece that helps them make sense. Otherwise, they're just unleashed. And they can quickly become what we need them to become, want them to become, expect them to become, and not what God intended them to be. You see, when we step back and we realize that the glue that really is keeping the puzzle pieces together of our life is God himself, then we begin to see ourselves in this world in a much different way and our eyes are opened to see truth in a different way. You see, ultimately, for the believer, when we go to heaven, the pieces of our lives are going to come into full view. We will see not only ourselves for who we really are and what the tapestry of our lives really looks like, but we will see God himself and become like him. And while that is an event to happen in eternity and in the future, Right now, here and now, we can work more diligently to make sure that the pieces of our lives are put together properly and responsibly, and that we avoid putting each other and our world in harm's way because of our neglect and because of our greed and because of our power and because of our need for more and more and more and more. If we can learn from the lessons that are before us in these times in which we live, we will learn great things. But if we go back to business as usual and learn nothing from the journey upon which we have traveled, then it is almost guaranteed that in short order, we will look back with regret. 
the puzzle pieces of our lives. How do we put them together? Father Mark Stislenko is the pastor of Saints Isidore and Maria Parish in Glastonbury, Connecticut. Learn more about our parish community at isidoreandmaria.org and follow us on social media, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Our music comes free of charge from Blue Dot Sessions in Fall River, Massachusetts. I'm Carol Vassar. Thanks for listening.